I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey, y'all, what's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the 20s After Show. I am your host, V. Tyler Tyson, and I am joined by this amazing panel. We got Rochelle and Cortez in the building. What's up, y'all? Hey, ooh, ooh, ooh. Quarantine. Boom. Come on, quarantine. Y'all doing okay in this little quarantine situation? So far, so good. We in this thing. Need my uh, hair done, but I mean, hey, we gonna wing it out. You look good. You look good from over here. Thank you. Ooh, ooh. Mm-hmm. Thank you, friend. So y'all know today we're gonna be covering episode six, which is titled A Redemption Song. So uh, Rochelle, starting with you, what were your overall thoughts of this particular episode? Super cute episode. Curious, but it was good. It was good. I thought it was a good episode. Okay, Cortez. I thought it was a good episode. I thought it was, like you said, a, a good a step up from last week, um, and I, I enjoyed it. Like from beginning to end, it, it was it, it started out really good. It took a tar- t- it took off, and then it ended off like on a positive note. Uh, I was surprised, but it was good. All right, so let's let's jump into the very beginning of the episode. You know, they started out. She's playing. Um, is that every little step I take? I think she's rocking yes. the Bobby Brown. That she's rocking <laughs> Bobby coming Brown. in. Like, uh, her, and I'm talking about Hattie, by the way. Her energy's, like, super, 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 super high. Um, mm-hmm. She is, I'm sorry, she's goals for me. Like, I just want to be on that level and have that vibe all the time. Um, so when she gets to work, she's super excited, only to kind of be pushed aside for the other chick. Um, Ida was kind of, in my opinion, Ida was giving her a little bit of the cold shoulder a little bit. Uh, what did y'all think about the very beginning of their interaction? Um, you can start if you want to. No, you go ahead. Um, for me, yes, I was so excited the moment that I seen her with her Whitney Houston shirt and yes, she grew it and there. Yes, I was like, oh my gosh, like this is really us. Like it just it reminds me of where I am. Um, and we're gonna wrap back around that at the end of you know probably going ahead and comparing Ida B and Hattie's life and who has it quote unquote better. Um, but it just reminds me of just that fresh start of when you were first, like, super excited to start your dreams. You're in, like, the at least the place that you want to be, whatever facility that may be. And you're mm-hmm. just excited just to be there. It doesn't matter what you do. Even though she may not be the writer today, even though she was still her assistant, she was still excited as if she's about <laughs> to premiere her movie tonight. And I <laughs> exactly. loved it. It was right. energy. Loved yeah. it. I think that the beginning of the episode sets the tone for the entire episode. Set basically mm-hmm. of a person who is finally has reached, you know, this point of happiness within their their career and where they are living their dreams. And that is, I feel like that's the message that's from beginning to end. So the beginning does a good job of, you know, taking us through that uh, and having us feel like this excitement and just as excited as she is, because obviously mm-hmm. she's just nothing can break her, you know. And throughout the whole episode. It, she free, she stays pretty positive, you know, everything is focused on this dream that she's living. So I enjoyed that too. And Body Brown is always good too. So right, right. Now, what did y'all think about the fact that you saw that she was headed with Nia to Palm Springs? That's where mm-hmm. this Anita Baker concert was gonna be that she was taking her mom to. Um, and then Ida called at the last minute, told her she needed her to come in. I mean, they made the biggest U-turn in the world and mm-hmm. hightailed it back to, to Hollywood for her to go and um and be with Ida, and it was like no hesitation, no question, no thought. Like hell yeah, we going to get this. What would y'all have done in that situation? Have you been in that situation? What did you think of of Hattie's move? We'll start with you, Rochelle. Oh, 
hated seeing that because it's like, <clears throat> dang, like, you know, that's moms. Like, it's moms, and you know we love them. But unfortunately, I probably would have had to do the same thing. I hate to say it, but I remember definitely being in Hollywood at 18 and being around certain people that they could change your lives. And mm-hmm. whatever they said, if they just needed me to be an intern for the weekend because somebody came out and it's for Bad Boys Reunion, I'm going to be like, Mom, yeah, I want to see Bob Marley, but no. <laughs> right, right, right. So, I mean, it's totally, it, it brings back memories, so... I mean, I, unfortunately, I probably would have did it, but uh, it sucks to see. Poor mom. Yeah. Uh, I have never been in that situation. I mean, we've seen these kind of scenarios in many other like shows and stuff like that, where you know you have this, you have work or your career, and then you have life. You got to make that mm-hmm. decision. Now, in this case, it was it was family. You know, it was mom. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Who, who's like, you know, who has her back regardless. Um, but I probably would have had to turn around too. Um, but I, yeah, I, I would have, I would have turned around too. In this, in this case, it's Hollywood. It's a dream. Like you, you don't get too many I chances. Have, I have some things to say. I, I, when, we, when we circle back from Bounce. No, right. No, 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 no. So I just felt like Ida, Ida was very, like she didn't care. You know, she was like, right, right, right. Even, even when she told her, that she had already made these plans and put in the time, the emails, whatever. She was like, okay, you know, and then she really, she kind of just let her go then. But her her having her come back basically circles back how she felt originally, because originally I felt she was going to say, no, you can't go. But when she meets the mom, she's all buddy-buddy with her. And I just feel like, okay, Ida, like, you, I, which, which one is it? Like, she's inconsistent yeah. in terms of, you know, her being so hard on Hattie, because when mom was there, it was like, it was different. It was a different Ida, I feel. And so I just, I just, I found a little inconsistency with how she was, uh, you know, trying to mold into Hattie mm-hmm. when her mom was there mm-hmm. versus when she wanted to go see her mom. Like, why not? If You know, you, you see what I'm saying? No, I feel you. I, I feel so in this situation, I haven't been in that exact situation, but I've definitely been in a situation where you had to choose between work and family. Luckily, I have a very understanding family. I choose work every single time, like without hesitation, because with this L.A. thing, you only get so many chances. It's not like, you know, I'm going to work at the customer service place up the street. And if that one doesn't hire me, okay, there's another one. Like Mm -hmm. you only got like a couple shots at this thing. Um, But I do agree with you that uh, that Ida's original thought was, hell no, you're not going. I don't want you to go. I need you here. And so I do think when she made that call, and that sort of come that was her flexing her muscle a little bit just to mm-hmm. kind of you know somewhat test the water but also kind of prove I- i'm running this show yeah because when she when she when you know uh, hattie had the issue with her mom the back and forth you know she kind of went over there and gave her a hug like yeah almost like she didn't say it but it gave me like don't be so hard on your mom you know I- but you basically tried to you stopped this whole you know, event that she had with her mom. So I was right, just, right. I, it's, I, it's, I was so confused by the whole thing because uh, now you're talking about the moment 
at the end of the episode where mom is walking to the elevator. Well, she's dropped in and then she's walking right. to the elevator. I was right. so confused. And we'll go into that a little bit deeper yeah. in a minute. Yeah. But right. I was so confused. Um, I was so confused with that whole scenario. But we'll we'll come back. We'll come back to mm-hmm. that in a minute. So now that we've kind of talked about that a little bit, let's go backwards a little bit and talk more. Well, not really backwards. Talk about Marie and uh, Quintrell. So Marie has the daunting task to get her and her co-workers into whatever the name of the mega church is on this particular show. Um, okay, one church. No, because there, there's so many of them here in LA. It is. Where, right. And it's Easter weekend. Let's not forget it's Easter weekend. And that's the other, y'all are going so Easter funny. weekend. Like y'all already know, the days that if you are not a church person, the days that you don't go, because it's just going to be ridiculous, Easter, Easter, Christmas, and New That's for the people like, who don't really just go. don't go if you're not a exactly. regular. Anyway, so. If you're a regular. They, Give it to somebody yeah. new. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. If you're a regular, you should you might want to stay home that day. Uh, yeah. you're, gonna be, you're gonna be there next Sunday anyway. Anyway, yeah, uh, get back. <laughs> what do y'all so before we go into okay, there's so many layers to this. Have y'all do you think church is the place to conduct business? Because the whole reason that they're trying to get to this church is to have this moment. You say his name is Quintro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To get with to to talk and, and try to <clears throat> sign Quintrell to their agency. Do you think that church is the place to do that. Tyler, you are amazing for that question. That was such a great question. I would not have thought about that. But no, that's like, I didn't even think of that. Watching that, I don't even know why I didn't even think of something like that. That's absolutely um, a no-no. Like yeah. when I'm at church, like I'm a church I'm, girl. When I'm at church, I'm a whole different, I'm a spirit. I am here to, this is just me and God. Okay. Beep, beep, beep. Everybody else, boom, boom. <laughs> so if you got a real church, I'm like, what? <laughs> That's so disrespectful. <laughs> like this is, this is me and him. What are you doing? Yeah. So absolutely yeah. no. To answer. No. Uh, I got another one for you in a minute. Cortez, what do you, what do you I think? don't think so. I, I didn't. I didn't think about that. And I think we didn't think about that because of us being so caught into Marie trying to just do whatever she can do. I still love it. Yep. Yep. She was just trying to do whatever she she needs to do. So we didn't even think about the fact that, okay, this is church. I'm just thinking like, how she's going to get them in because it's it's Easter. (laughs) That's all I'm thinking about. It's Easter. Uh, And then obviously this is a mega church and this is like, apparently like they hype it up to be like a church for like celebrities and stuff like that. So Obviously, it's like not only a church, but it's like a celebrity networking spot. You know, so this is this right. church reminds me, and I'm not going to call this church out because I, I actually this is the church that I go to when I do well, kind of when I decide to go to church. There's a church here in LA that isn't so um, restrictive as far as admittance, but once you're in there, until the pastor gets gets up and says his little blurb, before you get to that part, that whole before. The commercial, I call them commercials. After this mm-hmm. one has a book, this one has a play, this one has an album coming out. They have all of this other stuff that goes on, and then magically, here comes God, and then magically, God is gone, and then we're back to passing notes through the aisle, people hooking up with people for later on. Like this church really does do that. And so I was thinking um, in this particular episode, okay, maybe I'm just, you know, old school and traditional, but in my mind, None of it should happen, but you know the old folks say you can find your your man or your woman at. I church. was just gonna say I was. So do y'all say so people go to Marie church? Was you know, flirting. To find him, yeah. they love. <laughs> she was so not only was she trying to land this deal, she was also flirting. So once again, I ask this question: Is church supposed to be the place? Because we're thinking everybody's like us that's in the building. Like, is this the place to do that? 
It's not the place. Um, I mean, think about what's going on. The word is going on. All these different, you know, the church is traditionally no, but now when you throw in a celebrity factor and the way they, you know, market this church and episode, obviously it's just, it's more than just church. It's, uh, you know, a playing field for networking, like you said. So in this case, sure, it's Hollywood. You know, everything is different in Hollywood. No one really dresses traditionally anymore. Things like that, like they wear it, come as you are. So things are just changing. I think in the way they gave it in the episode, then I guess it was okay for them to go, you know, for sure. Uh, so, okay. I don't believe to going to a church like we're going to um, Rock Nation brunch is should be the same. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But if something happens, then let God has his way. Because I thought about it and to be like, I have to, let me be careful with my words because now that I think about it, one time I went to Bible study and a guy who I was such a, I'm not about to play with you, Tyler. Why are you laughing, Tyler? Rock Nation brunch. It's not, but listen, listen, you guys, y'all better not do it. I'm listening, I am listening. So I go to church and um, this guy who I was a huge fan of was there. Now I wasn't no groupie or nothing like that because that's not how I get down, but I did go ahead and congratulate him on his success. We started chitting. It was after church. It was it was Bible study. Like it was probably like nine thirty now, and we um ultimately our conversation went great. We exchanged information. He and excuse me ended up being the first person that I ever interviewed um on my personal show. So mm-hmm. that I wasn't not I would go to church every week. You know I will excuse me at that time I was going to church multiple times a week. Um, and I've never that's not the intention I ever went with. But if you do connect it right. to somebody like if I see you there and I'm like dang Tyler I was just thinking about you I'm working on this piece you want to work with it then I think that's not a problem at all but going yeah. there which you know with the intent you know mm-hmm. behind your heart then I think that's wild but if it happens yeah. go for it that's I, I, think, I, I think that's exactly and I'm gonna leave that topic alone because I think that's exactly the way uh it should be natural and organic so something that did take place at this church you know she and uh Quintrell were just I keep in and whispering in each other's ear and asking questions. And basically they had their first date at church. Um, <laughs> what, <laughs> basically. what do you, what do y'all think about, is she, is she playing with fire? Like, is this, is she now at a point of no return? Do you think she's even crossed the line considering the fact that her boyfriend is in his space that he's in? Like, do you see anything wrong with what she did as far as her flirtation? Says, what's up? I mean, she's obviously wrong. I mean, she's in a relationship, but oh, then, then we, haven't, we haven't even seen him. In, we haven't seen him in, in, we didn't see him in all this episode. So now the last thing we saw of him was her researching to see if he was gay or not. Mm-hmm. And at this point, you know, we saw her and Quintrell um, flirting in the meeting. And obviously, this is, uh, this is a, this is a, she's, she's trying to do two things at once. She's trying to impress her boss. But she's also slightly having the time of her life with this man who is giving her this finesse that she ain't getting at home. So he's taking her breath away. That's what that is. That's Every what time is. she get around it, she can't breathe. And I just can't wait to see the scene that he really takes her breath away. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, is she playing with fire? Yeah, I mean, she, she's in a relationship. And this is only, this is not going to go well. She may get the feeling, she may feel like, oh, this is, this is yes, but. It's like she got a whole man at home and she's just as confused there. 
And she don't even go to church. She don't like church. I'm not saying anybody <laughs> can say. But she, she has a lot of issues in life right now. She, she's about to add one more thing to it. That is definitely fire. Yeah, I feel you. Wow. I wasn't going to say the opposite, but now, after that, no, I am No, let's hear young. it. I mean, let's just... I, don't, I have it. no logic. I have no logic. Like, it, I believe what Tess says, and I agree with him 100%. Like, honestly, well, well, like... Well, did y'all see, did y'all pay attention to the fact that the, I don't know his name, but the Black co-worker of Marie, when she was standing there talking to, uh, is his name Zach, the, the boss guy? Yeah. He was standing in the bed, like he, it wasn't like he was just eavesdropping, like he had this, I don't know if you paid attention to the look that he was giving. It was almost like he was giving the scorn lover look. It was something, I don't know, it was something interesting about his look. Did y'all peep that? I was the only one kind of paying attention. I didn't peep. So you think that he liked her? I don't know. I don't think that. I don't know what it is, but it's it, it wasn't a jealousy look. It was it was a different kind of look. I don't know if he's about to sabotage something. Mm. It, it, it was just a very, very, very. When you get a chance after the show, go back and just look at. I'm gonna go back and watch it. I don't know. His personality um, throws me off a little bit because um, sometimes, I mean, I felt like he was doing a lot. I'm not a big fan of people who. Um, kind of, you know, I feel like he was kind of like mocking the mm. not religion, just the blackness. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, just a little bit of stuff like, oh, what's up? Like, you know, all of that is like calm it down. Yeah. I'm not a fan of that. You know, but he seemed like he has a good heart. So, I mean, I was so busy trying to focus on what type of character if if he mm-hmm. is authentic or if he's like phony and just trying to get the money. Like, oh yeah, I'm cool with her and her mama. Like, okay, you know? So I'm just trying yeah. to figure out what type of person he is before I can really see if he likes, you know. I was up to something. Marie. I got you. So yeah. when when Hattie ended up getting back to the office, um, basically the the whole thing that was going on, they're having to rewrite a script, a rewrite a scene because uh, basically it's looking like they plagiarized or took a scene from the, the iconic show Two Two Seven, and she and Ida kind of have this moment when she basically asked her, why didn't you tell me? And she's like, I didn't want to be a pastor. She's like, oh, well, you can pester me anytime. Like, what do you think about the fact that she's making these, uh, I call them flirtatious moments in front of everybody. Like, she's not even being subtle with it. It's like right there in front of everybody for the world to see. I think it's like a master move in a way. It's always showing. From that. You didn't get, you didn't? Mm -mm. I don't, I don't, I because then again, she, she just seemed like, like, if you have a good idea, just let me know. Let me. I think it was just scene. another. I think it was another conflicting way of her her being hard on Hattie versus being like you know just you know that soft side. Like I mentioned last time, because yeah, yeah, you know yeah. she you know she said um, what did she say? She's basically letting her know, okay, you can be, you can speak, you know, I want good, I want good ideas, but she doesn't give off that in her personality. She doesn't give off like she's receptive to things. She gives off the the you know the devil wears Prada woman that's just like oh you know you know but so, now you know I, I I didn't see flirtation I have I didn't get that let me tell you why this is the reason why I took flirtation from that because Ida knows that Hattie you know when somebody likes you and so you know when you can say and do little things that the other person would take a certain way because of how they feel about you. So when she came in and Ida was like, I mean, uh, Hattie was like, oh, well, I don't want to be a pest. And she's like, listen, you can be a pest to me anytime. 
especially when you're right. Now come here, sit right here. Like all of that. And then she like softened her voice and there was like the squint of the eye. And you don't do that to like somebody that you know is like feeling some type of way. Like all of that to me, well, maybe I'm just sensitive. All of that. Was no, I agree. I agree 100% because the way how she made her like point to the chair right next to her, it was just like, oh, queen on the throne. But I get how, Tez, you can see as well that it couldn't be <laughs> that she <laughs> was like, flirting. you gotta I do a little bit. Is. If you gonna flirt with me, it gotta be a little bit more. <laughs> it would be louder. <laughs> louder. Yeah, you know, right, with me, you gotta, you gotta be, you gotta let me know like, hey, I'm flirting with you. Otherwise, I'm like, hmm. <laughs> Well, I feel like, okay, so let's talk about something that Rochelle brought up earlier when they were talking about the difference between Hattie's life and um, and Ida's life. And Hattie was just like, why is her life so so much better than mine and mine so crappy? And what, what's the girl's name, the uh, the white girl on the show? I don't or, know her name. Uh, that's like her, that's her assistant. Right? Yeah, I, or I, like, I don't her name. Lauren? Maybe. Anyway, the assistant, uh, she basically was reminding Hattie, like, this is all the stuff that Ida got going on. She got somebody about to publish a tell-all book. You know, her husband left her for someone, like a younger person or something like that. Like, all of these things, like, compared to her, really, your life looks great. What do you think of that comparison? Because, you know, people, I've heard Oprah say it, Tyler Perry has said it, so many people that we consider successful always say stop focusing on the goal and just enjoy that like the beauty is in the journey and I feel like this is another one of those kind of moments what do y'all think about that um I think it's just the challenge of life the road the purpose you know sense of having purpose you know I could say all day oh my goodness I want to be the top host of the world and then what happens when I take over all 10 networks and there's nothing else to do it's just like okay I did it I completed it it's no rush anymore so I do my best to, um, it, it gave me comfort when the, she said that on the episode, because I'm just like, you know what, maybe I should enjoy this journey a little bit more, you know, like maybe it's not all hyped up what it is, you know, but and it mm-hmm. just might be just a sense of having purpose, you know, and that's mm-hmm. a big thing for me personally. Um, I think in the show, what they're trying to say more so, it's more specifically to being alone. Because I think with what even what this is said was that she was saying that um, she's alone, like she has nobody else. You know, she has this career, but she has no, she has no one else. And you know, of course, to the other side, you have Patty, who has friends, who has her mom, and she has you know she's not to this level uh, at her career that she wants to be or what Ida is, but she's working that way. She's at least close. And I mean, I think it just I think it just speaks to you know you can have this like you said many things in life, but you're not necessarily happy. Um, and although it just shows that although Hattie is like, she's not really working, was unemployed and things like that, she's still having a good time in life. And I think that's what the assistant was trying to say. More so to just being alone. Cause I mean, I don't really have nobody but, but her employees, you know, everyone she works with, she doesn't have anyone wow. else. She has this big house. And they've been staying there for episodes now, you know, it's her house and everything. She, that's all she has. Um, but I mean, I don't, but she's, that's, that's the character that she is. But isn't that, don't you think that that's kind of like the norm for most people, most people that are like ridiculously successful, they may or may not have gotten married. They may or may not have a husband or boyfriend or something like mm-hmm. that. But usually for the most part, aren't they usually kind of like they're married to their work? Yeah. Like you look at a Oprah Winfrey. Yes, she has Stedman and Stedman has been here for decades now, but we all know she's married to that work. Like this work, mm-hmm. it's like work, Stedman, Gale. <laughs> like and everything else but it's like work is first yeah these are the same people that you see 
they're in, not even just like uh, idle position. You can see a manager at uh, Burger King and she may have an attitude. He or she may have an attitude, but like, you need to get you some, you know, because some ain't right. You know, like, you can tell, <laughs> yeah. like, you, you, For you, real. you never said that. Somebody be like, you need to, you need to get laid. No, oh, it's not. Oh, because they be very tense. They, just, they seem like that's all they have going or they, they care about. And that mm-hmm. is Ida's character. So, yeah. I mean, she doesn't need something like that. That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> that's true, too. Yeah, maybe adding that to her life. You know, yeah. if she has a love life, it doesn't matter who it is, plus her success, she'll be happier and therefore her life will still be popping. You guys, yeah. go there, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, it's hard, right. it's hard for people to get in those positions and you see it a lot and maintain a relationship because you're like you said, you're dedicated, you're married to your work. So it's very um supporting person to sit in their role to support somebody that is yeah. strictly within their work. They have to be. You know, it can't be someone that's needy, someone that requires, I'm not saying that's her story, but you have to, obviously he went and married an Instagram model. So, you know, she, I don't know what their reference had, because Ida, she's very attractive, obviously, but I don't know, maybe she, she was, like you said, truly married to her work and just didn't really give the time. I would like to know more about that story. But, but, but her personality, though. Yeah. So this That's is, true. before we get out of this episode, you just once again touched on something that uh, I wanted to go back on and back to. So let's go back to the last scene where Hattie's mom is there at the office. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was looking, so look, so Hattie's mom ends up going to the Anita Baker concert alone. Uh, she mm-hmm. has a great time based on the pictures and videos that we saw mm-hmm. from, the, from everything. Um, but I kept looking and thinking as I was looking at because I'm telling y'all the parallels between Hattie and myself and my life, it's it's really like Lena Waithe has just been following me around Los Angeles for the last <laughs> six years. Um, and so I look at the relationship between Hattie and her mom with me and not my mom, but my grandmother. And I'm thinking, okay, in these situations, yep, I would have made that same decision. Yep, yep, yep. And then that moment that they had at the office where Hattie just like, mom, you can't come up here. You can't do this. You can't do that. And mom... Um, basically says, even though she went, was totally wrong about how she went about it, but she ended up saying that, you know, you don't show me any attention, no love, no affection, no anything. And Hattie's like, you got to let me be me, let me live my life. And she's like, you know, you had yours. She's like, no, but I sacrificed mine for you. That type of thing, I'm like, well, that can't be my situation because my grandmother would never in a million years say that. My grandmother would tell me to go do my thing and she's over here chilling living i mean she's getting her golden girls on like she's doing her own thing out there in the mm-hmm. street. um how would y'all handle and what do you think about that situation in the in the dependency i guess that the mom kind of pushed on hattie in that moment or do you even see it as dependency um uh, i didn't see it <laughs> as dependency i just saw it as it seemed like hattie is if anything like an only child um and I don't know that situation because I have a big sister but it is times when it's just like if I'm not giving my mom enough attention my sister helps like you know she'll take over and then when I'm like oh it's not fine you see my mom in like a couple of days let me pull up um I have somebody to balance that out with I think it's probably very easy for that you to be so focused on yourself especially at that age and really be like mom I'm out but that is messed up if that's like your your only you know that's her mom seemed like she's single and by herself. That's her baby. And she left to go pursue her dreams. What about me? I st- You're my baby. What's up? Can I get a mm-hmm. hi? Can I get an update? It's always her mom calling her. It's never Haiti calling her mom. So um, I don't think she it's too much. She gets good news. 
Yeah, but it's just like, dang, can you just just something, you know? <laughs> just all so, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then again, too, like yourself, um, and your grandma. My mom doesn't do that to me, so yeah. You know. And I'm an only child too. My dad, nor my mm-hmm. grandmother, like they. Maybe it's different for boys and girls. Not boys and girls, but they. But you do know, you check in regularly? Oh, like, I mean, we talk all the time. See, so they don't need to do that to you though, because you're not behaving like Hattie. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You, yeah, you show true. love. Yeah, you can know where I am. That's for sure. What about you, Cortez? So I'm more like, I don't want to say I'm like Hattie, but. I don't, there, there, there's, there's been times since I went to college where my family's been like, I ain't heard from you in days, or are you in Africa? I didn't know you was going to Africa. You know, I, I'm not the greatest at that, but um, I've gotten better. So I try to make sure at least once a week, I make sure I talk to my grandmother and my, aunt and my mom. Um, but her mom, what made it hard for me to really, you know, empathize with her was that you know, I don't feel like she really, t- I don't feel like the issue with her mom is that she doesn't really take Hattie's uh, yes, position yes, and things yes, seriously. Yes, yes, And uh, she yes. made a comment, I think, at some point where she said, uh, oh, she said, I think, was she on the phone or she said you something with that. Put her so. first. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't that first. she made a comment it's, about, it's, like, I think Hattie was talking about something at work. And she was like, oh, yeah, that thing or that, that boss. That little like thing, that, that little thing. You don't thing take it serious. Like yeah. yeah, she didn't. So with me, it made it hard for me because I don't feel like she took it serious. So she couldn't really understand where um, Hattie was coming from. But also Hattie's approach and her tone was a little off, too. Right. It was on right. both sides. It was kind of off because, you it know, when she said, right. you know, when she when ended with me, when she was like, I'll, when I need you, I'll call you. Man, you do not tell I your parents not that. Like the, I did not like that at all. You do not tell your parents that because yeah. that is when you're going to need them, okay? Yeah. I may yeah. be upset with my mom and whatever going on, but I'll never say that. i just be like, I'm going to talk to you later, you know, and so I'll let her decide <laughs> that. I'm not going to say that. So um, I, I, to circle back, I think her mom just has an issue really taking it seriously what she's doing. So I think now, maybe, after meeting Ida, and maybe it'll help. Maybe, yeah. Who knows? I'm some, her popping up was kind of like okay. I didn't know? like. I didn't understand that. Like, why are you popping up on your daughter's job? Yeah, like, yeah. usually when your parent, I remember my first job at a grocery store. My parents were so like, you know, yeah. making sure they didn't overstep or they didn't do anything to get me in trouble. Like, are you sure it's yeah. okay? If I, I'm like, yo, y'all, look, yeah. it's not that serious. So I can't yeah. imagine having a job like that. Like, if my grandmother just showed up or my dad showed up at after buzz i mean it would be cool but you know i, just, I don't know <laughs> yeah. i just i just can't but they would never showing, but they would tell me hey we're on our way or is it cool if we come up or something I don't yeah know. it's because they that have respect for you yeah they know better ah! oh my but, <laughs> what are you about to say cortez no, so her mom respects her. I think she's just, she has to get to the, she has to understand, okay, this is, okay, like, this is a real thing, because I don't think she really think it's a real thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Based off what she gives. So let me, um, so next week, y'all, I promise we will have some news and gossip. We have been slacking on this news and gossip. I did go by uh, one of the, I think it was Lena Waite's page, and they were talking about the character, uh, Marie, and talking about how she dresses. And how everything that you see that symbolically she has a lot of buttons on. It's always something with a class to symbolize how mm-hmm. she's kind of closed off. And she's the complete opposite of Hattie and um and Nia. It's almost like how are they even friends? Um, but yeah. they said that throughout the episodes, you will see these buttons symbolically start to become a little bit more open to symbolize the fact that she's 
she's changing. So no, that's not really news and gossip, but that's kind of just something that I picked up before we jump on. I promise we will have news and gossip for you guys next week. But why don't y'all go ahead and tell me your predictions for next week? And Rochelle, we'll start with you. Oh, I think our prediction, well, my prediction is, is that Mary, uh, Mari or Mary, she's going to be messing with, yes, thank you, um, with Kentrell, because yes. she's about to, I don't think she's going to, <clears throat> she's going to fall out of love with her main dude. Um, clearly her mind is wandering. I don't, I think it's going to take her a minute to actually say it mm. with her mouth or confess or ask, you know, have the courage to ask. So I think that she's going to play with Iman and it's going to be a triangle, a love triangle mm -hmm, popping mm -hmm. over there. That's, that's all I That have. sucks when you meet that person right when you start something else with somebody else. Ooh, Ooh, that's that's a test, okay? Oh, Jesus. Chance. I failed it last time, but go ahead. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that Quintrail Trail is going to be the one to uh, <laughs> is going to be the one to unbutton those buttons that we was talking about. <laughs> um, so that's gonna happen, and I think she'll feel pretty bad about that. I don't know what she's gonna do with it, you know, with that with her current boyfriend, but we'll see. And I think I think we, I think we're gonna see Ida flip again. I'm curious to know what transpired in the conversation between her mom, if and her, if any. And I'm also curious to know that because I was surprised to see her mom actually went by herself and had a good time. But is she mm -hmm. going to hold on to that? Well, with that, with her daughter, and because I mean, those were the conversation between those two was pretty intense for a mother and daughter. So I wonder yeah. is that going to is that going to be the end of it, or is there more to it? I would I want to see what else happens with that. Okay. And I kind of want to see Hattie need her mom. <laughs> you want to see so, Hattie do what? I want to. I kind of want to see Hattie need her mom. She can call her. Oh. Got you. Mm, okay. Yeah, right. But that's just that's that's not really a prediction. That's a wishful thing. Hello. <laughs> well, I so really, it's interesting. When we started this show, I was not a fan of Marie, and now Marie's storyline is the only storyline I really care about. What? Um, because Hattie and Ida, they kind of annoy me a little bit. I'm kind of uh -oh. over it. I'm, 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 I, well, like yes, I said, I feel, are, like, I've already, I feel like I've lived it. So it's like, I already know how this is going to go. Marie is a whole, I, I haven't lived that storyline. So everything about that storyline interests me. You know, her own self, uh, the relationship with her and Chuck, which is her boyfriend, the, where this situation is going with Quintrell, the complicated situation at her job with the, the black white guy and the white guy. Like, there's so much going on in her life that I'm interested in. So... I'm with you, Cortez. I think. Welcome uh, to Team Marie. I was alone two weeks ago. I think Quintrell is going to be popping buttons, and you know, once you once you open that Pandora Pandora's box and you start flirting while you already have a guy or a girl, it's 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 a wrap from there. At so, church, from the God. It, it don't even matter where you. Once you open that box, it's a wrap. And she has opened it, started digging in it, trying to figure out what she likes, and it's a it's a wrap. I'm excited. Me. So with that, y'all, we appreciate you guys for checking us out. You can follow us on uh, Instagram and all social media. Rochelle, why don't you tell the people where they can find you? Yes, you guys can always find me on Instagram at Baby. That's R-O-A-C-H-B-A-Y-D-E-E. -E. Okay. You can find me on Instagram at Stupid Wild Tez. Always there. Always wild. 
That's right. Okay. He's not lying about that. And you can get your entire life back <laughs> on social media at the Tyler Tyson. Thank you guys so much for checking us out and tuning in with us. And we will see y'all right here next week on AfterBuzz TV. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.